Hey everybody, how y'all doing? So, this particular podcast is going to be about spiritual advice from the boxcar. And like you say, why boxcar, Hawk? Well, you'll see soon enough. You know, human history is full of instances where one person or a small group of people thought, Hey, I got an idea. Let's conquer the world. And they pushed forward. And of course, some people ask, well, why would anybody do such a thing? What would make people think they have the right to do that? Well, they may not feel anything. It's about right to do that. Or they might not feel it's a right or wrong. They just simply look at it and say, well, you know, I just want to do it. Just because of that. That's my desire. Now, when people make a decision about things, they think about, well, is it possible? Is it a really strong thing that they want to do? Is it, you know, is there any consequence to it? And they make this kind of an evaluation equation, and they figure it out, and they go, yeah, you know what? It's worth the risk. And for the most part, they look at it, and in one of the pieces of the evaluation or this equation, it says, can I do it? And that's been the thing is all through time, somebody that wants to conquer the world says, can I really do it? And they look at people in general and they just look at maybe just instances that they've watched over their life and go, yeah, I can. I mean, some of the world conquerors were in their 20s when they were trying to do this stuff back in the old, old days. But get, well, then again, they didn't really live until past 40 anyway. So they were, I guess they were in their prime of life. But they looked at it like, can I do this? Can I inv- invade these other empires? Can I conquer these other people? Can I enslave them into my army? Can I do these things? And they thought, yeah, I can. Because I will meet almost zero resistance in compared to the force I'm going to deliver into my own efforts. And success in anything is really about how much you apply yourself. And of course, there's some wisdom in that, how wisely you apply yourself in the direction and within the environment of your targeted success but basically they studied human beings and go you know you can pretty much just push them anywhere you want they're no different than sheep hence the term sheeple and so people have tried this over and over again with some great success some total failures i mean all empires fall that just seems to be the way of things but they tried it. And the last time was about 90 years ago with Adolf Hitler and Nazi Germany. And he pushed forward and met almost little resistance. And he had a lot of backing from his people. And, of course, when they stormed into a country, you know, they're all waving German flag that they just conveniently had on hand in case they got invaded by the Nazis. You know, a little bit of propaganda film. You know, the state-owned media, that's the thing. When I talked to old Germans, they were like, oh, we, you got to understand, the only news we had was newspaper and occasional news reels that were shown before the big movies. And we might see that, you know, once a month, twice a month at best. And it was all state-owned, so they told you exactly what you they wanted you to hear. And people had no reason to believe otherwise because they saw life getting better you know, as a product of lots and lots of free slave labor. And, you know, the old um, process is you come up with a common enemy. 
and a common enemy rallies, you know, the pe or the people get rallied around the common enemy and they get these sayings that you'll hear over and over again. Well, if you're not with us, you must be against us. And they just push forward. And back in World War II, it was the Jews. You know, these are the common enemy. These are the uh, the source of all of our problems. And then, as we saw, the, see the movies now, uh, back then, they're getting onto the boxcar. For you younger people who don't know what a boxcar is, that's that car in the line of trains that looks like a big rectangular box that you can put anything from cars to people, you know, cattle, sheep, cargo, all kinds of things go in the boxcar. And the Germans used these boxcars to transport the Jews off into <clears throat> work camps that eventually led to death camps that eventually went to basically slave trading back then. And uh, they just kept going through with the uh, marching through Europe, even towards Russia, and used their train lines to carry uh, goods, slaves, you know, of course, these Jews, Serbs, other, and any other people that they want, you know, to serve their purpose. So I'm using this now as an example because when you watch those movies back then, the people just kind of just walked up and got onto the boxcar, hoping that they weren't going to be treated badly. They Well, if we just go along with what the Nazis want, if we just comply, you know, it won't be so bad. If we just comply, it won't get worse. Well, not in the short term, no. They won't beat you and kill you on the spot. That's true, if you just get onto the boxcar. Will they do it a little later? Well, there's a good chance of that. Are all those rumors true about the death camp? Well, you don't know because you haven't been there yet. But just wait. Your turn's coming. And eventually they got into the gas chambers. And, of course, they were told it's not a gas chamber. It's, a, it's a for delousing. Get the lice off your body. We spray with a little gas and it gets the lice off your body. Yeah. But these people never lived to tell about that that was a lie. And then they burned the bodies. And you look at that and they go, well, that will never happen today. Well, people, slave trading is still thriving industry in Africa. And I hear even in some parts of the Middle East and Asia. You know, it's the, the same mentality exists generation after generation. There's no, and for these people that are doing these things to other human beings, they're like, there's no reason not to. And I use also the example, here living on a farm, we have domesticated animals. And why did people domesticate animals? Well, you could go along with like, well, they needed food for the winter, and it saved energy. And they, they treated the animals well, so they could eat them later, and harvest their milk, and make cheese, and eggs, and all these other delicious things that we enjoy even today. Well, that's true, but let's go for the short term. Why did they domesticate the animals and imprison them for their needs? Because they could. That's just the simplest answer. Human beings domesticated animals because they could. And they knew that. They just knew that they had to come up with a way to do it. And then contain them. And then breed them. And then eventually after the breeding into domestication, it's an interesting thing too, that species get weaker look at dogs and wolves wild horses have you ever seen a real wild horse they're 
they're strong, they're healthy compared to a lot of the ones that like we have them here. But people do things because they think they can and they meet little resistance and most of the time they're absolutely right. And so we had the terrorism strike back in, you know, not too long, 20 years ago. And that became that invisible enemy. You're, you're either with us or against us if you're not going along with our narrative on that terrorism thing. And we're still walking through the corridors like sheep and candle, cattle as we <clears throat> go on to the airplane 20 plus years later, you know, for a war that was killed way too many people, wasted way too much money, and we just walked away from. So expect that that chapter to come back you know so now i'm hearing these people on the spiritual leader side doing what i'm calling you know spiritual leadership from the boxcar they're in the boxcar yelling out it's okay here we are we signed on to this you incarnated into this lifetime to be part of this this you know in quotation marks i suppose this shift in consciousness, this shift in humanity, this shift, all these other new age cliches, these new age key words that mean you're part of something big as you get onto the boxcar to destination unknown. So you just stay along with that and they got it. Come, come with me. I will help you. I'm on the boxcar here with you. We're all in this together. Uh, I think I'll walk. I might not get that that direction as fast as you will, but I'll definitely have a better view. Things might even smell better than all that stuff going on in the boxcar. And uh, I think I'll have a better choice of my destinations. But no, it's just an amazing thing that we go into year three... 14 days flatten the curve so we don't overwhelm the system being scared of weaker variants and so on but that's okay I mean you want to look at Australia they're actually picking people up that are tested negative okay even vaccinated and putting them into camps that they can't leave you can't get off your porch of your little cottage for 14 days otherwise you get off your for little porch take one step Unmask, it's a five thousand dollar fine, and they will clearly tell you that if you do this again, you're just going to stay here longer. That's not for the science, that's not for the health and flatten the curve, that's just to control you. On that country that's a big island that started as a prison colony that recently gave up all of its guns, people, all these things that I could repeat forever and I know that I keep bringing up in different points and podcasts and reels and lives and YouTube videos it's the same thing it's not much different that was happening back in the 1930s in Germany not much different when Genghis Khan was running through and conquering or um Muhammad or Alexander the Great or anybody else you know that was going through just conquering hacking and chopping their way through civilizations but no we're much more civilized now all you got to do is go get that shot 
you know, go get that shot. That's your. That's actually the boxcar these days. They're not going to have you marching up onto the train tracks and getting onto that and doing all the slave labor. And eventually, when you just can't do anymore, they put you in the furnace. Well, maybe not. Maybe, but we don't know exactly for sure. But you can bet this: these camps, like they have in, in Australia. They're building more of them throughout Australia. Now think about that. You're not expecting this virus to go away and have it all under control if you're building more and more of these camps. Right now, you just go in there and sit there for 14 days, whether you're test positive or not. And you might even stay longer if you just don't behave right. What else can they do at these camps? These guards at these camps have absolute power. They're building huge FEMA camps in the United States. What? For, for what, to house people after natural disasters? I don't think so. Now, am I that much of a conspiracy theorist where this is total bullshit? When we're watching it happen? You know, and again... These people, spiritual leaders, will sit there and scream their sermons from inside the boxcar. Follow me. We're all in this together. Yes, we all agreed to this. You know how you agreed to this shift? You know how you agreed to this uh, consciousness, evolution, and humanity for the new normal? You agreed to it with your mindless compliance. That's how you agreed to this. And you're still agreeing to it. And the politicians on both sides of the aisle are just blaming each other for the bad things that they're doing. And they get on and they just give their sermons. <clears throat> As they still get paid that big fat paycheck that they keep giving themselves raises for to keep up with the rising cost of living. You know, I mean, it's just unbelievable the compliance and still obedience that the people go through that are so willing to go to the train yard and get on that boxcar go to that place and get that jab that only emergency approved but yet the cases keep going down there shouldn't be much more of an emergency anymore but no let's go get that jab let's get on the boxcar unfucking believable people I just can't believe this. You know, if this, if this any any of this resonates with you and you agree with it one way or the other, I mean, please share it. Because here, here's another truth that I'll close with. We can change this in an instant. I'm serious. You know, what is it? Like one hundredth of one percent of a population is actually running the country? You know, if if we if two percent of the pop country's population got up and said no, this is going to stop now. It'll stop. The, trust the science. The science says that this thing's getting weaker and weaker. The science says it was never a huge threat anyway. The biggest thing is it attacks people who are obese. Obesity kills about forty thousand people a month. You know, heart disease, especially come from smoking or drinking, you know, that kills a lot of people every year. Prescription drugs, boy, there's a killer. 
all the real killers there's no talk about at all but this mild virus I mean mild in comparison to the things that are really wiping people out you know 14% of an industrialized nation's population is suicidal a higher percentage is thinking about it we only know the, the actual suicide rate because we count the bodies we don't really know accurately how many people are thinking about it and what was really weird when I thought uh, this the statistics women think about it more than men do you know we can have a, a better world we really can we really can have a good time live on a beautiful planet and that's just not new age white light talk I mean we have the resources and technology but we don't have the will we don't have the desire for a good life and that's just crazy you know somebody to well I won't go on anymore about it. You know, fuck it. I've led a full life. I'm hoping that I could change the planet in a good way so my grandkids could have an awesome life. And I'll keep to, I'm gonna keep pushing for that until my final breath. Catch you guys later.